Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. Not so top ten. It is ten. Not so top ten. The end of February. <laughs> We're getting almost there. the end of February. Right? We're getting there. Yeah. So next week would be killer reviews. Not that I'm already talking about next week's episode, but next week. Sorry, I remember. Because I really want to talk about how sh- how, <laughs> how amazing I liked the the new Texas Chainsaw movie. Yeah, I think we'll get that on the books. All right, cool. All right so next week, yeah, we'll, we'll jump we'll, ahead. We'll talk. We'll talk about that. We'll get later. that at the end of the week. All right. So this week we are going to be talking about. 10 original HHN IPs that we would like to see come back as a sequel. So either we've seen these and we fell in love with them, or since we're still newer-ish to the event, these are concepts or ideas that we would just like to see. Yeah, primarily mine are just ones that I haven't done. (laughs) There is one on my list that I obviously... There's a reason I... I wore the shirt. (laughs) Um, But other than that, the rest of them are just... I, I went through a list of different original houses that yep. I've either heard of you've you've talked about them or I just kind of saw the name was like that's kind of cool so I looked it up and read, read about it so that yeah most of mine are just ones that I didn't get to experience but I think would be really really cool to check out or yeah. see maybe done in a future because I think a couple of mine are pretty like one of them is definitely old like yeah. older mm-hmm. from like probably 20 years ago at this point yeah um, and then I've got a couple that are like 12, 13 years old too. So, mm-hmm. so we'll kind of go into. I don't want to say crazy depth on these houses and stuff, but we'll we could maybe, you know, spit off some possibilities as to how this could come back um, yeah. in some way, shape, or form. And again, these aren't really ranked in order of. Oh yeah, this is no particular order. It's just ten, and obviously, you know, there's plenty of houses to pick from, plenty of years. So, there's probably some out there that we could probably put onto this list if you want to call it that and and replace of one that we already have uh but i think the ones that we stuck with are are pretty good to to what we would prefer and you know there's always room for for moving stuff around and there's some houses i'm sure we didn't even look at and think about because i mean the list list is endless you know it's not endless but it's pretty oh i mean if you're looking at just orlando that's 30 30 years of of houses so plenty of houses uh and i cheated a little bit so a couple of ones that i brought to the table are not Orlando, we're never Orlando houses, so technically it's not a it's a sequel to us. Yeah. But I think that they're cool enough ideas that you could do a either pseudo sequel or a remake of some sort. Yeah. And then I consider remake sequels because that's what they are nowadays. Everything's a remake. No. Yeah. Um, so I think that doing an Orlando version would be really cool. So shout out to Singapore because they're both from the Singapore event. <laughs> um, you guys have some pretty awesome houses that I cannot wait to check out if they ever bring them here because I cannot afford to fly to Singapore. No, I would like to get out there at some point. I would point. love to try it one day when I don't have other responsibilities yeah. and I can just spend my money willy-nilly. Yeah. Um, but until that happens, I I cannot do that. But uh, shout out. Shout out to them. So let's uh, Before we get into that, let's get into our beer. And also, yes. as I'm looking to the camera, too, if you didn't notice, we uh, switched a uh, chair because one was very squeaky. We did, yes. So now no we're more a, little, squeaky a little more lopsided uh, than others. So we'll, we'll get this right at some point. Not but. if you guys, I don't know if you guys could, not if you could hear the squeaks, but yeah, yeah I don't know. With all the squeaks were there. I could hear them when I was editing. But let's get into some beer. We got two different ones tonight. So right now, what I've got. Yours is the to best. You. I'm gonna let you talk about and, and this one doesn't really tie in. I don't care. It's I mean, still I'm sure awesome. there's a way to tie it in. Uh, but this was gifted to us from a uh, friend, Eric Diaz. Thanks, thanks for the beer. Shout out. Shout out uh, to Diaz. This is Tupac Shapporter, and this is from Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company, uh, right in Orlando. A little micro brew. I've heard of Ivanhoe. Yep, they're I didn't sitting. Know they made um, that. This is sitting. It's just a nice little porter. Seven point three percent, zero IBU. Uh, supposedly has like a real chocolatey roasty style thing. Would make so. sense. It's a porter. 
Ooh, I just so like I'm going to pour mine in, and we'll uh, we'll see what we got. I'll come show you that can art in a second. Uh, and I've got another one from him because I'm again lazy and don't go to the I liquor store. I got to replenish my 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 stuff because I hate when I have too many beers. I, I hear there. you. I need to go to the liquor store and just spend an erroneous amount of money on beer like I used to, and I haven't done it in forever. So I will mean to do that at some point. Um, but this one's called Green Man. Uh, or no. Yeah, no. I think it is. Hold on. The can's confusing me. Yeah. Oh, no. It's not. It's called Trickster by Green Man Brewery. And Green Man Brewery is located in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, it's an India Pale Ale, so pretty American IPA, traditional IPA. Um, so it's going to have, you know, plenty of dry hopping, plenty of, um, you know, plenty, think- plenty of that hoppy IPA flavor. Um, it says... Uh, in Untapped, that is, uh, it is a big tropical beer. So it's got pineapple, peach, and orange in it. So, again, American IPA. It's going to have some of that hazier, um, fruitier notes. It's not. It's not specifically a New England IPA, so it's not going to be super like Hazebro, but it'll be somewhat hazy with those notes of tropical fruit because um, it's usually reminiscent of the American IPA style. So I guess less traditional. I don't know why I said that. Uh, and less West Coast. So it's going to be pretty good. From pictures I've seen, it looks like it's pretty hazy, so I can't wait to pop this open and, sh- and, uh, and try it. Uh, again, doesn't really relate to the episode in any way, but, yeah, Loki's pretty cool, and he's a trickster god. So. And I think I think we had that before. Maybe. I don't have it marked so, in my untapped as no? drinking it. All you right. may have had it one night, and I had something different. So it could be what happened, or I just forgot to you know, mark, mark it, it down as a beer, because I do that occasionally. So, you know, right. cheers once my head goes this away. This one looks like, this one looks a little bit lighter than a normal porter would. It's also hard to tell because it's a little bit darker in here, but it just, it, it almost looks like Coke versus like that like thick, muddy. Yeah, there's, there's definitely, there's differences in dark beers too. Like everybody thinks that like, you know, dark beer is a dark beer. It, it, it isn't. Um, obviously, there's many different styles of porter as well as many mm-hmm. different styles of stouts. And even those two are very different. So, yeah, um, yeah it definitely looks like a lighter porter, but... You know, it, does, it doesn't look as... It looks thin compared to some of the other it ones does, we've had. yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it comes out of the can looking really thick. Yeah, it's which thick, I like, the motor oil. Boy. The motor oil. Um, but sometimes they come out a little bit thinner. And that doesn't necessarily mean thin mean bad. Don't misconstrue that word. Thin Ooh. is sometimes good, depending on what the flavor profile it's is. It's got a good coffee taste. Yeah. I mean, I would say that Guinness is a thin stout. Oh, it is, People yeah. don't want to... People get mad. Don't talk about my Guinness that way. I love Guinness. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. But it is a thinner stout. It's, it's definitely thick thinner. Stout. Gotta activate the blinky cup, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we gotta get the blinkers going. Oh, oh like, my blinky's oh, dead. Your, yours is dead. Oh. Got a bad one. All right, that one went through the wash then. <laughs> Standard American IPA. Pretty yep. good. Cool. No All complaints. Right. So let's jump in. I'm gonna jump into our list now. And like I said, we're just gonna go through 10 different offerings. Also, forewarning. Uh, if you hear any barking or jumping around, uh, we have a second, or a, we have a third co-host with us uh, floating around on the floor tonight, so he'll probably jump out and scream at some point, but that's how for right now, he's being pretty good. Tonight I was going to dogs. Yeah, so he's just hanging out right we, now. We could, we could have Millie here, and I promise <laughs> you, you do not want Millie here. So, so let's get into this, and we're going to get the first one out of the way, because the first one, we're kind of cheating a little bit. So kind the of. first one, combining two houses, and I'm sure I could have done that. On the list as well with some other houses that are similar. There, there's two on here, I think, that have a couple houses that were previous to it that were similar as yeah, well. Yeah, but I think it works with these two because they specifically stated that this that the newer the newer of the two houses pulled from there the was other aspects house. of it. Yep. So there's aspects that mm-hmm. almost like it wasn't like a, a sequel, but there were homages. Like tidbits, there was yeah. homages to it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think it works combining the two. Plus one of them is also practically brand new yeah so. <laughs> so what we're talking about is wicked growth from the pumpkin and scarecrow the reaping so obviously there was bits of pieces from scarecrow scarecrow has been kind of renowned as one of the scariest houses uh based off of just that the factor that they really stuck you into a dark corner and played with that real claustrophobia style scare um, they had people reaching down from up top, from underneath, from the sides. And those were some scares that we also saw this year in Wicked Growth. Now, obviously, the stories don't really correlate. Uh, the Pumpkin Lord, obviously, is just kind of the coming of age of the Pumpkin Lord, the, the leader the, 
of all Halloween. Um, and the code name, actually, I, was, I, I tried to do my best to track down code names for the houses. So the code names for houses are used to kind of disguise their identity. Um, and they slowly got more and more obscure uh, because people were figuring the code names out a little bit. So yeah. the code name for Wicked Growth, I think it was called Oven. And it was, and they explained to us on our on our tour. It, um, it, it says it was oven, and the reason was each this year each house was a a kitchen appliance. Right, so I remember oven, that. pretty much meaning that the uh, pumpkin lord was cooking because the whole house was him growing, so it kind of came out that way. And then the code name for scarecrow was brains. And that was because the Scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz wanted one. Had no brain. So you can see how, like, the Scarecrow's code name was... If you really wanted to, like, figure it out, you could find a way. Um, whereas the kitchen appliance method that was used at 31... Or 30, sorry, not 31, 30, was um, a little bit harder to kind of track down and navigate. But, yeah, Wicked Growth, um, Scarecrow, that's just that, like, rustic farm feel would be a great comeback um, maybe if like the pumpkin lord now that he's grown is taking over dominion yeah he can and kind think, of take the scarecrows over as kind of minions or whatever right, it's how i was looking at it where it's like not that we want a, a, a sequel to either one i mean that would be fine but i think you could take the two and tie them into the same story yeah and, and merge then, it up a little I mean, bit you, you know obviously with wicked growth you got a lot of the tidbits and some of that you know we would call it, like Easter eggs towards it or, or homages to it, but I think you could take that and say like you just said, kind of have like the pumpkin lord become the king of the pumpkin patch, and yep. he turns the entire or come to find out that like where the house is actually is down the street or in the same farm as the scarecrows, mm-hmm. and he kind of takes over the entire farm. Either way, we need a sequel to at least one of those. But yeah. Preferably Pumpkin Lord. And hopefully this no year, maybe we'll get that. One, um, maybe we'll get that one. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Hopefully, we'll get like we said before on a previous episode. Go listen to it. Uh, we get a coronation of Pumpkin Lord's newly formed icon status. But you know, we'll see. We shall see. We shall. We shall. We shall. We shall, we shall see. Um, and you know, Scarecrow in twenty seventeen, it actually it won the House of the Year. Um, and I, I I would assume that Wicked Growth. Yeah, Wicked Growth won it. Uh, last year as well, so it's two clear-cut like winning formulas. Makes a lot of sense to bring both of them back together. Yeah, as I don't see why there wouldn't be a reason to bring it back. But um, so that's that's our first one. Want to jump into the the second one that we have now? Because I think this was it's one of the ones this I brought. Is one up. of your suggestions. Yeah. So let me let me pull it up here because I don't remember exactly everything about it. This is again one of the ones that I have not done. There have been a couple. Sequels, I guess. So yeah, pseudo I, at least. So 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 the house is Scream House. Mm-hmm. Um, the original Scream House was from, and I'm pulling I think it up this here. Was Islands of Fear. Islands of Fear, which I don't remember what year that was. Specific, uh, 2002, I guess. Yep. That's not, yeah, I think it was because that was the year. And not to get into the house, I think, but that was the we had two years in a row where the icons were scrapped based off of real oh, world right, situations. Right, issues. Okay, so yeah. Um, just some quick background on it, just so I can remind myself, and for anybody that's listening that doesn't really know what I'm talking about, Scream House was one of five houses that was featured during Islands of Fear, and it was located on Soundstage 20. Um, essentially, the description is, there's something disturbing about this small town mortuary, the bodies just don't want to stay dead, and they don't want you to leave. So I guess it's it's kind of like that zombie from what I'm reading, it's kind of like that zombie type house where it's not necessarily like, you know, Night of the Living Dead or yeah. The Walking Dead, but it has to do with Shady Oak Cemetery, which mm-hmm. is obviously Caretakers involved. Dr. Albert Kane or Caretaker. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, the backstory is is that the cemetery has been closed for 10 years. And then, of course, the caretakers. It was discovered that the caretakers were using the newly <laughs> departed like, like mortuary. Um, yep. Yeah, for experiments. So they ended up coming back to life, um, set the place on fire, destroying so the parlor, the Kane home. So it's, 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 it's basically an Albert Kane. So essentially, we want house. another Albert Kane house. Um, the two sequels that exist for it. One is revisited, which I think is probably the same thing for the most part. It was at. 
Horror Nights 13, and mm-hmm. it was a sequel to the original, so it's it's definitely a sequel, uh, more direct sequel to the original. So it's kind of the same thing. And then Scream House of the Resurrection, which was also, I believe, in Orlando. Uh, Sweet 16. So it was at yep. the 16th uh, Horror Nights um, in 2006. So I, I get that it's probably maybe played out for some guests who have been to all, a lot of the events yeah. and have seen all, all all three houses but I think for you and I just on a personal level we haven't gotten to see not, some not of these full, icons yeah not a, in full fledged you know, right. we have the icons captured but it was just one room bang right. one and room bang for me it's like this is fun and it's kind of cool to see the history all put together in one house but I don't really have much to say about the history because I didn't get to experience any of their own Houses. Things, yeah. So you're gonna notice on here that a couple of mine might kind of fall into some of the icon stuff. So because only because I haven't seen it. So mm-hmm. I would like to see a, either a remake or a sequel. So I'm bending the rules a little bit. Yeah. Um, but to, let's get another like Albert Kane solo house, house yep. and yep. base it around the whole. Because he has house. a cool storyline. Yeah, and that I one, think so. that house, Scream House, actually. And to won be him. honest with you, he may have had. And I, I, maybe I'm cheating and just saying it because we're talking about it, but I think his scene in Captured was probably my favorite scene yep. or one of my favorite, like top up there with three. Usher for me. I think, and I think that's exactly it. I think, I think it was probably for me. It was probably Usher, less the movie theater and more the actual snack, <laughs> the little snack like location, the little snack yep. area. Yep. Just because it smelled like popcorn, it was kind of cool and like the scares there. Um, but the cane part of that house it smelled like roses it was really cool I like the idea of it and then that one Scream House actually won the house of the year as well oh look uh, at that I didn't even know that so we are on a roll (laughs) we are on a roll so let's let's kind of lead this conversation now into our next house where we can kind of jump off of something that the back end um, the whole movie theater aspect of things and that would be Slaughter Cinema now Slaughter Cinema this was a house from 28 and this was over at the Sprung Tent 2 which last year uh, housed Wicked Growth. Um, and the code name for this one was Snacks. Which would make sense. Reference to the snack bar in the facade. But this is, again, you'll see at, like why they started making the code names a little bit more and more random, I guess would be it. Because Snack, I mean, it would be tough for someone to say, hey, we're going to get a uh, house based off of a bunch of random C-rated horror movies. But right. after the fact, you could get yourself there so obviously um slaughter cinema just focused on a bunch of fictional b b-rated movies um we saw glimpses of these posters this past year um you got the amazon cannibals from hell curse of the beast baby who the beast baby was actually in the cage in wicked growth in the witch's room oh no way she was like growing up they threw the little beast baby in there i didn't know that pumpkin guts barber chop shitty's kids swamp yeti there's a whole bunch of stuff, and it was very, like, drive-in, nostalgia-style thing, and it, it took place, I believe, at the Cary Drive-In. This was a very, uh, this was a big fan-favorite house, and it just kind of brought you through those different movies, so there wasn't really much, like, storyline, really. It was kind of like a compilation house of fictional movies well, that I kind of think of it like, and again, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, lucky enough to be here that year or well I was actually in Florida I just moved here so the last thing I was thinking about was going to HHN Um, get priorities straight a little bit but I wish I had done this one because it's definitely right up our alley Mm -hmm. the idea that you know it's 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 very grindhousey yeah like it's like like you said that 70s 80s aesthetic going to the drive-in going to the movie theater and seeing some of these cheap cheapo werewolf bikers sorority girls um so I like that. That's why I like a lot of the movies that I like is because I like that grindy, mm-hmm. gross, like not gross, but like I guess just like it makes you feel dirty. Yeah, almost. it's like it's like it's a like, it, dirty filmmaking in a way, I guess. Um, and it says that like it's not it's not clean cut, it's not super edited, and you know I just I like that style of filmmaking. So this house kind of leads right down that alley, I think. Yeah. I think it would have been cool to see up close. Um, I mean, I unfortunately have to look at pictures, yeah. and only and this is definitely wish a, I was there. This was definitely a fan favorite, um, and we saw glimpses of it again, like I said this year. And it, but this is something that, uh, much like one that we're going to talk about uh, in two, two down, is something that could be some sort of 
continuous house that we could commonly see because there's the possibilities are endless much like one of the other options that we have um it does leave the door open for oh yeah endless I mean, possibilities it's one of those ones where you can definitely you could they could easily do like seven of these houses over the next seven years and people it, would still be two, into volume it volume three that's all like, you it wouldn't get old I, think, I'm, well, no. I don't want to say that for everybody but I think for most people at least for us I know people as that we hang out with done good, yeah. and people that a lot, of, a lot of our listeners from the ones we've we've interacted with I think it's one of those houses that wouldn't get old yeah and um, this is because you could there's base a lot it, of you, you could base it genre wise too yeah. so, or like, I would, like do year a, wise do a slaughter cinema a, like 90s yeah or do a slaughter cinema icons and have every icon have his own like B movie, yeah. B movie or yep. something like that. I would do one that's like, I would do like I said '90s style, but like the like the, the logo essentially for Slaughter Cinema was like the you know the neon drive-in style light, but I would just right. do Slaughter Cinema almost like it was a movie rental store. Yeah, oh yeah, and like, like, like instead like of walking, Buster. Yeah, instead of <laughs> walking we, through, we talked our, about this plenty yeah, of times in our but, '90s, our '90s yeah. episode. But instead of like walking through, like the snack facade and you like a drive in the, it's like you're going into the there. store and there's yeah. different movie aisles and that would be cool. you're essentially like taking a left down to this aisle and oh this is where this horror movie is this, and yeah. I would do it in that sense that's but, a cool yeah, um, I like that idea but that would be my kind of sequel pitch I guess if, if, if I had to have one for, for Slaughter Cinema but uh, moving along, let's. Um, so we're gonna go to something that's a little bit recent as yeah, well. Yeah, I was gonna say another, another, another fresh face on the block. But um, we liked it so much that I think we both would agree that um, this is one you brought to the table. But we, yeah. I would agree that I think needs a sequel, if not this year, in well, the next sometime soon, hopefully. Year. Um, but it's puppet theater. Mm-hmm. Um, Good old puppet theater. I, we 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 didn't we we, we can't we did we confirm what what one. House of the Year was it definitely Pumpkin? Board? It was Wicked Growth. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm pretty sure Pumpkin Theater close may have been a close second because um, everything we were hearing from people as they came out of there, we would talk to some of the scare actors, not scare actors, but some of the people that worked the event, mm-hmm. and a lot of them said that this was a really popular one. Yeah, uh, and I could tell why. Mm-hmm. It's it's aesthetically, it was a great, it was a well put together house. There was a lot of cool effects in it. Um, some of the things they achieved with it. Were really cool, like the yeah. like the first two. The fl- costuming it, like yeah, the costume was really cool. That 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 the interior theater, it. like yeah. They say, I think he said that was the first time they'd ever done a two, like a, two, a full two floor room, like inside in, of inside one of, of a house. Yeah, uh, and it says that they had to put they had to like they had to find a way to put in like fire. Mm-hmm. Fire retardant because they had to they had to move it because they had covered the original one, right. so they had to like repipe a whole fire. Uh, yeah, so I think system. I think that just because of how popular it was, how well it was done, there was a couple. There was at least one or two really good, memorable scares. One oh, was yeah. the mirror, yep. which I think got a Classic. lot of people. Got my brother, great, it was awesome. <laughs> um, it got me. Yeah. And then of course there was the um, costuming, like you had said. There's a costume mm-hmm. area where like they could hide kind of in the costumes, and they yep. popped into costumes, which I think is a really kind of cool, effective scare because I think a lot of times they run out of ideas on how to get good scares so anyway they can come up with a decent like didn't expect it type scare and they have to or incorporating it properly really within cool. the, the house and yeah so this one the code name was Blender and I don't exactly remember why I'm he, sure he told I don't us remember he but probably because there's like a bunch of stuff thrown in there yeah I guess so that would probably be my, that would be my best guess. guess that there's just a bunch of different stuff thrown in there it is all under the the, the you know or 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 I mean, puppets, technically it was an earthquake, right? So yeah, maybe so everything shook around. That also like might have been it because it was an earthquake. Everything up. kind of shook yeah. around. But yeah, this was over in Sprung Tent. One. Plus, I mean, the facade on this one was probably my favorite facade. Yeah, this Out was of all. I mean, I like the pumpkin one. It was cool as the other pumpkins. Yeah, but it wasn't really. There wasn't a lot to it, other than the fact that they had 550 pumpkins cut yeah. for it. I think in um, our awards episode, we awarded best, best facade. exterior facade. And this to facade was just. Awesome. Such yeah. a good facade. So I think there's so many ways you can go with it. So many ways you could do a sequel to it. Um, that I think... Yeah, there's really not needs. much... I mean, you could just continue that story. Or pick, pick one of the major characters out of it and say, let's give them yeah. the spotlight and, ma- and build a house around them. Mm-hmm. Like the Shakespeare guy. Yeah. Or the dude that was like impaled in the, uh, where, the where the band pit is. Oh, like, yeah. There's yep. a lot of ways you can go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think you can kind of focus a little bit more on 
but yeah, either way, I think the house definitely deserves a sequel at some point. Definitely, yeah. probably not this year coming up, um, but definitely in the, in the subsequent year, or the year after, you can definitely see a puppet theater yeah sequel. So next up is what I was referencing when I was talking about Slaughter Cinema, yeah, and this and was easy. Like this, this another one, compilation house that should happen yeah at some point, and it probably will because we've already seen it. I think four times as previous events, once as a uh, scare zone, twi- four times as a house, um, and that's Scary Tales. So we had Scary Tales at 2001, we had Scary Tales 2 in 2002, then we had Once Upon a Nightmare at 2008, then we had The Scream Punk, which I believe was the scare zone, and then Scary Tales Deadly Ever After uh, in 2018, and that was the one that I actually got to go through. Obviously, the other ones were a lot earlier, uh, but this one... I instantly fell in love with it because the whole idea of mashing up classic fairy tales and and putting a very horrific, gory spin on it is just fascinating to me. And I know with the amount that they've already done, yes, there would probably be some rerun factor. Well, it's kind of like Screamhouse. We talked about Screamhouse, same idea. It has already done a couple sequels, so it's not... We're we're cheating a little bit, but for me, I I haven't done any of them, so... I would like to see it just mm-hmm. once up close. Um, so, yeah. and there's good ways to, to do it. You can still pull, even with doing like revisiting some of the stories you did. Again, it is more compilation. I style. think it would be cool. And again, maybe it wouldn't work necessarily here. But for me, I think like find some like crazy foreign fairy tales that are like mm-hmm. fairy tales or fair or, or like like stories or folk stories that are told to you kids know, in, in Norway Japan, or Japan, Norway yeah. or. Yep. China or just whatever. Some just random pick these place, yeah. random places obscure. and find some obscure ones mm-hmm. and find ways to do it that way instead of just doing the same Goldilocks, like Goldilocks whatever, and yeah. the Three Bears and all that different stuff. Yeah. And, I, and again, they all work, but if they've been, been done before, Switch do something up. different. Yep. Yeah, I'd like... I. This is another one, much like Slaughter Cinema, if it were to come back, um, that I just don't get tired of. This is something yeah. that's just fun. It's it is a fun house, but it does have good scares. They can even not, do a, like, I don't know, again. Correct me if they haven't done this already or if they've done it before. Um, but you could do like along that scary tales. Do Grimm's scary tales. And yeah. Take the Grimm stuff and either just full on just you know do an honor an honor to Grimm and just do the Grimm stories or mm-hmm. take the Grimm stories and make them more brutal. Make them more yeah. Out there which you can, wild, which is very which easy. It's right that. there for yeah. you. But this one, um, no, not 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 a not a Grimm's fairy tale movie house. Yeah, no, 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 no. no the no. originals, no, the actual Grimm's fairy tales. <laughs> um, <laughs> the code name for this one for the 2018 version was uh, Poison. Obviously, referring to the poison yeah, apple that the that evil queen sense. gave to Snow White. Uh, but Snow White was not even in the house. It was just a, oh, so a code name term used for that. Because Disney got that shit on Disney's lock. Disney got that one down. So <laughs> there are plenty of other options that they could choose from. So this is a, just another series that I'd like to see another uh, iteration of at, at some point. And I don't know. What did I say? 2018. Da, 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 da. Yeah, you said 18 was the one you went through. This did not. Yeah, this was not House of the Year. That was uh, 2018 was Stranger Things, of course. Which makes sense. Which the first one was very Which, good. Which, I mean, it, it's going to be hard to topple Stranger Things yeah, for no. House of the Year. So, next up, what do we got on Oh, we got another one that I've been through. You see, this, he did this on purpose. He all made right. sure that I got all the ones that I actually have seen up <laughs> close. Um, but it's Yeti. Okay. Um, Obviously, the Yeti House was, for me, brand new. I've never seen anything like it before. I don't know. You can tell me better if you if you think that there's done if they've done things like that in the past. Um, but the Yeti is such an interesting creature or monster. I love this house that, so much that you you could do a sequel to it. And I think it wouldn't get stale. But at the same time, much like I just said with the with the fairy tales, the Yeti is. The Yeti is a is a common not I don't say common but like it's 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 a well known story or folk tale yeah from multiple places the in the world mythological so the Yeti is almost. the Yeti is just one mm-hmm. version of the Yeti mm-hmm. do a Bigfoot house yep. and it's the same thing yep Bigfoot but set it in Loch Ness like Portland. monster right so take Go any Scotland. of those like well even then like you now we're now we're talking cryptids you could do like a cryptid house all all on its yep. own but. Just staying with the theme of Yeti, yep. set it in the Pacific Northwest and do 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 Bigfoot, or yep. put it in China and do it whatever you know. Because I know China has a specific Fair, Yeti, Yeti, Yeti whatever it is. I know the yep. Yeti's kind of like 
universal almost. It's, it's kind of universal in a way. Um, but you could do it in a way where you could do chupacabra and make it like a really hot house. Mexican style. Like, do, like, do, yeah. do, do, there's so many ways you can go with it mm-hmm. that I think it doesn't necessarily have to be a Yeti 2. Yeah. But it's along those... Like, what is it? What They called it like Forbidden... Terror of the Yukon? Was that what it is? Yeah, Yeti someday, Terror of the Yukon. So you could do that type of thing where you say like, you know, whatever the monster is that's mm-hmm. similar to a Yeti and then whatever your tagline is. But it can still be in that same vein where it's just a monster. Because they haven't done a whole lot. I mean, from what I can tell, from what I was looking at, again, I'm not an expert because I've, I've been to a lot of them. But there isn't a lot of monster houses in no. a way. Not a lot of monster-specific houses. Yeah, no. not Like, like a lot yeah. of ghost hauntings or Universal stuff, monsters. Universal yeah. monsters. But they don't but, do a lot of those like... But like guide... Not even so much guide reels. you, but yeah. like just monsters in general. Like there's, there's yeah. a monster that this house is revolving around mm-hmm. that isn't like... An IP of some kind. Yeah, no, that's something they haven't done. And then, and I know Yeti is one of your favorite houses. I so. love it. I love the cold senses they play. They, you put like a temperature based house, it'll win year of the house in my opinion every year. I agree. Nine with times you. I, out of the ten. Again, I love the idea of sense senses based yep. scares, and um, we'll get to another one that's limited to that on our on our yep. list as well. Um, but the code name for Yeti was Jerky. Uh, reference to the Jack Link's beef jerky commercials uh, that had a Sasquatch. Uh, that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, this go. was located in Soundstage 24 where Icons and Tooth Fairy was. And if I didn't reference it uh, before with the Twitter scary Texas tales. Was too. Um, Twitter I think Texas. that was one over. No, it was, where it was, it was the Texas. 24 house. and 20. Wasn't it? I think it was. Because it was the same entrance. Yeah, well, Tooth Fairy and Icons were in the same house, I think. I don't know. I think that's what Soundstage Either way, it's in that area. It's, was. It's yeah. behind New York. Yeah, one of the sound stages. Um, but that's also where Scary Tales uh, 28 was at as well. Gotcha. Um, if I didn't mention that earlier. Um, but yeah, much of what you said is exactly what I would say. Um, it's something that could be continued as a series of sorts, but there, there's, a, there's plenty of other little pseudo-Yeti, Sasquatch, Chupacabra-style characters that could be morphed into a house all right next up is another house um that i haven't gone to and this wasn't a house that you went to and this is one that i was referencing earlier when i said that there's a handful of houses that came before this uh that have a similar uh feel um and that is the name of it giggles and gore inc um Mm. there have been plenty of carnival clown-based houses that are not jack that preceded this one uh but this one just for me stuck out a little bit more so this was at hhn24 uh the code name was smile because that's what clowns often do um and this was in the disaster queue which was only one year after the last time they put something there run was the last house that was in the disaster queue and for those who don't know disaster was a ride that (laughs) no longer exists but i just from the logo itself i loved it it's like a zombie clown spray painted on a brick wall and this one was just from what I read um, it's kind of like the process that turns it turns kidnapped people into evil clowns <laughs> so it's not like just a straight up like evil carnival style based one it's like the torture it's almost and kind the torment like, it's like a hostel for clowns yeah <laughs> it's it's kind of like what the the clowns from outer space house yeah it was like it's a gory like obviously that was an IP more horror version of that original idea from what I see and again I didn't get to go through this house so I can't step by step say oh I remember this part I remember this part but just looking from pictures costumes it was like this evil factory that was kidnapping people turning them into clowns Um, I think that would be a fun concept to revisit whether it be one of those other you know carnival style based ones because I the clown stuff it sucks that it's... I don't want to say it's overplayed, because with Jack, like, I get it. He's the clown. Um, but I do like those, like, non-Jack clown-style houses. So it's not just the same Jack story. Because when you get a Jack story, it's not really as much clown-oriented. He just happens to be a clown. These houses are more just like that, like, goofy, carnival, very creepy style houses and maybe that's because of you know the love I had for killer clowns um, yeah I hate clowns clowns are, John, clowns are awful they're just awful awful this things. one just from the logo had me sold 
And I mean, from the pictures, because there's a lot of pictures with this one, because it's more, it's not super recent, but it's it's newer. It's recent enough, yeah. So there's a lot of pictures, and a lot of the characters kind of resemble Chance. So was this prior to Chance becoming an icon? Uh, 24, yeah. Yeah, because it's a bunch of like the scare actors remind me of her. Yeah, they have her look. Now again, sequel. I know we keep going back to the icon well, but bring it back and have be, have it be like Jack and Chance opening up the clown factory again. <laughs> yeah, and make it you know a house for them. Like I, I know that I, I keep bringing up the icons, but for me, I being such a new person to the event, I love the icon. I love the idea of an icon. So I, w- I wish they would use them more often. Like yep. bring them back a lot. Like yeah. I want to see them. I know you want to or introduce new ones. Yeah, or introduce yeah. new ones. But even then, like you know, take an idea like this and say like this is the idea, and they're just going to be a part of it. Like mm-hmm. it's not going to be focused on them. Yeah. But just have them in the beginning going, yeah, welcome to the you know the 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 the, the factory, the factory or any yeah. clans or whatever, yep. and you know do that. Like mm-hmm. bring back them for that, or bring back somebody for something else. I think it would be kind of cool, but in this, in, in in a way, it would still be a sequel. All right, next the up, what's that we would got? This important list because I didn't write it down. Oh, this is another one that you brought to oh, the table. Oh, so this is one of the ones I brought, and this is one of the ones we're finally here. Um, this is one of the ones that I brought to the table from Singapore. Now, this is a Singapore house. Again, we count it. We're counting. It's still I'm a, it's still an original. Yeah, so it's still I'm HHM. counting it because. Even if it, even if we hadn't, we hadn't seen the first. I think just by reading about it, it seems like such a cool idea that I'm surprised yeah. they haven't done one here. And again, correct me if I'm wrong. If if you have seen one that was done here that I'm unaware of, I didn't see it. But um, it's a drift from the Singapore Eight. If I want to, if I remember correctly, let me pull it up here. See, I didn't do my research and remember all my research. So, oh no, okay, sorry. It was from the Singapore Three. Event so there so the third event in Singapore, um, of course I don't know how they're when they when they started yeah, I, don't, yeah, I don't know they, when they started how long ago that was or whatever it doesn't really give me that that's something I don't know a but lot about either just from the description alone I think you'd be totally down for it mm-hmm. um, but it's a storm battered ship is found mysteriously adrift after being lost at sea since 1910 the crew has vanished yet an unexplained presence lingers. On a ship once thought to have disappeared in the dark depths of the ocean, the past is never truly dead. So I think just for me, that description alone makes me want to, to experience this house up front. Yeah. So let's take it. If it was designed with maybe that like that that audience in mind, mm-hmm. let's bring it here and make it like you know a, a ship that went into the Bermuda Triangle. Yep. Disappeared. Adapt it more to then, start. Yep. And then like her. magically appeared again. Yep. And everybody got messed up and the characters were all messed up there's and ways to do it there's ships and yeah. stuff like that so there's a lot of stories like that mm-hmm. um, so let's do something like that and call it like a drift you know Bermuda or something yeah. like that and again it's a sequel we may not have seen the original but how many times have we seen have we seen American remakes of foreign films yeah. that are technically sequels yeah. even though they're not sequels yeah no it's something that I would definitely be interested in um, and it's one of those other ones that like we've picked pretty different stuff uh, throughout this list and they're pretty all like if you put them all to one one event it wouldn't be too much of one thing they're all very different and the whole adrift thing the the missing ship the whatever is, is pretty cool that's something that we haven't really seen um, except maybe a little bit in one of the other ones that we'll talk about in a little bit but um, it's something that's interesting that should really yeah. would be fun to it'd be fun to start seeing some of those Singapore uh, houses transition to stateside because yeah, they have I mean, a lot of cool uh, ideas. Yeah, uh, I know that the crowds are different and like likes are different. Um, yeah, the culture's different, so obviously what they're going to enjoy is may not always translate. But I think that again, maybe I'm just talking on my ass here, but I think that the horror community and the haunt community and just all things generally scary. Yeah, I think a lot of us in in a way like the same things but how we present that may be different yeah but we're willing to like experience all these different experiences like I want to see like give me what they yeah liked. what were their houses I would love yeah. to see what the house looks like yeah you don't do an entire event just give me one house that like yeah. what you used over there mm-hmm. um, we do that with Hollywood like we bring a lot of the Hollywood houses here yeah those mix and match a little bit back more and forth. But, yeah. I mean, granted that they're both American events but I still think there's enough out there that I think you could try 
Yeah, it's, no, there's. I mean, with, with doing it, ten houses, you you can't tell me that you yeah, can't 100%. sacrifice one to try something new. Yeah, put it in the put it in the Shrek house. Who yeah, cares? right. All right, so I'm gonna jump down on the list, um, and I'll grab that last okay, one. And I'll let fine. you yeah, talk we'll, about we'll, the one that yeah, you yeah, brought. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um. So the last one that I'm gonna talk about. Um, is another house that I actually got to go through. And I think we've talked about this house a couple times in various other episodes when we talked about scare zones that should be houses or, you know, scare zones that should recover, whatever. Um, and that would be Dead Waters. So this was actually a sequel, pseudo-sequel, to a scare zone, Bayou and Blood. Um, and this is from 27. Uh, the code name was Paddle. Uh, it was a reference Makes to sense. the paddle boat that appears in the house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was Soundstage 24 as well. Um, and this was just like very like voodoo, Mardi Gras, swamps. Um, you know, the last part of it was like this like crazy hell voodoo queen thing. Like I just overall, I mean, the story other than that. I, so kind of like if I just say like voodoo zombies, like. Oh in, yeah, no. Like, when you say that, I think I think um, like zombie gras style. Like I, I just thought it was such a fun time visiting yeah. that like New Orleans I think, I think, style I, horror. I think American Horror Story Coven. Yeah, that was kind of like what that was based all around. Yep, and it was, but it was very like. If you look at pictures, even from like Bayou of Blood, um, it matches pretty much the same like style font yeah, as Dead and Waters. Cool. And it's just like, something we need that more matched. like just different. Like give us a, like, give us a lot of these different stories, um, but kind of revolve around the same theme. Yeah, like, and like, again, it doesn't have to be a direct sequel to what happened in that house. Yeah, but as long but as revisiting it's like a, revisiting the voodoo that queen area, and her, yeah. her realm or whatever, and that's another or thing. Or go back that, in like, time. Like when was that one set in? Was that set like early 1900s or was um, it set at a different I'm time? Not sure if they said like what time frame it was set in. Because you could take that idea and go back 200 years and set it like 1800 and yeah, like 1820 like was, or something yeah, like that. Revisiting it, but almost revisit in a, but a different time. Prequel form. Like the queen has lived for 300 years, yep. but she's like different because she's in a different time period and she's dealing with different issues. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny that with cool. like right now we're in like full full swing Mardi Gras mode at yeah, Universal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny that they don't merge the two more, um, and not in a sense of like event wise, but like using more Mardi Gras stuff as like HHN houses and stuff like that because I mean you got props already for Mardi Gras style you throw some cobwebs and some like paint on it yeah, we're good they, they like, probably just don't want to do a Mardi Gras every year yeah but you're right they could definitely been, do like a New Orleans yeah, style, style house, house yeah. and use some of that stuff mm-hmm. like do a this is not a sequel but do like a haunted Mardi Gras like just do like Mardi Gras yeah. after hours or something yep. like that have a bunch of I don't know beads lots of beads <laughs> All right, so let's get on to this last one. So the last one, then, one which we're is probably quick. the oldest one on the list. Um, again, it's one that I haven't obviously been through, but just reading about it sounded really cool. So this one's called Halloween Horn. Uh, sorry, no, it's called Cold Blind Terror. I'm sure a lot of our fans know what it is, but it's from 2005. So Tales of Terror, and I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, this event was kind of based around the Terracrenta story. So, like, it was kind of like her event type yep. thing, or th- that event uh, that, that revolved around Terra Queen and Terra Crentis and all that stuff. Um, but the description of this one is, where can you turn when you find yourself in utter darkness? Who can you trust when you can't trust your own eyes? Um, just those first two questions, mm-hmm. for me, immediately sucks, sucks me in, mm-hmm. without even reading the rest of it. Because your interest. I like, like I said before, I like that sensory scare that mess with my senses like take away sight like make it harder to see yeah give me the cold the hot um the smells yep. the sounds do that to kind of screw my dis- disorient me a little bit and you'll get me so much better with scares mm-hmm. um, but the rest of this is bone chilling cold and blind terror numb the senses as one cannot see one cannot hear and one cannot escape in and out of total darkness mankind find themselves shivering in both fear and the icy cold blackness strange sounds split the darkness but one cannot be sure of the source one cannot be sure what lurks behind. One cannot be sure what lies ahead. One cannot be sure if they'll ever see light again. So I love that idea of, mm-hmm. you know, I again, like I said, I think we said we talked about it a couple episodes ago. You know, do a sequel to this house, and I don't care what it's based on. Like, if you want to do Terracrantis, or just take that same idea, and maybe do something different for a theme. Yeah. But give me that cold blind terror yeah, all over again darkness like I never got to do this one obviously I would love to do something like that again um, some of my favorite memories of doing haunted attractions up north 
Um, one of them was they gave you a glow stick and you <laughs> yeah. walk through a haunted house with a glow stick. Yeah. Um, there's obviously been one, there are yeah. limitations but to how dark done, they can they've go. They've done something similar where they gave you like a miner's hat, like a coal miner's hat at one of the houses. And I don't think it was really perceived well or it was just it was too dark they just didn't find that balance it, well you're right you can't just make it dark for the sake of being dark yeah but if you make it dark and you play with like auditory sound or auditory senses like sounds and smells and you know the feeling like you know whether it's temperature or otherwise mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things you can do with it um because obviously if it's dark it's easier to get people with like the string Quick tricks scares, yeah. or you know having you wind touch blowing things. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of ways you can Quick get sounds people. Um, so no, that's I mean, kind of why I want to see something that. like this come back yeah so let's let's run through these real quick because that was our 10 so I'll run down the list from start to finish first we kind of cheated we did a little wicked growth slash scarecrow combo uh, then we revisited scream house slaughter cinema puppet theater scary tales yeti giggles and gore inc adrift a uh, cold blind terror, both from the Singapore. Oh no no, no just no, that a drift. One, that one was Orlando. A drift was Singapore. Cold blind terror and yep. dead waters. Yep. Yeah. Right, we, we do. A, I, I, had, I had a. I had another one from Singapore. I think we can, if we want to throw out some. Yeah, honorable mentions honorable and mentions. like why we did, why we didn't. Yeah. But that's that was our list. Um, and, and like we said, it's not in any particular order. Yeah, it's not that we want to see one over the yeah. other. I think it was more of just like these are ten houses we would love to see brought mm-hmm. back. In some sort of and sequel. there's and there's other ones that like if you ask me next week I'm sure I'd I'd put something else on there because there's so many fun options yeah, but today uh, sure. that's what you get um, yep. but yes did you have any like honorable mentions stuff that you kind of wanted to get on there because I got a, yeah, a, a my handful note, just put my notebook away but no, hold back again no yeah so I had at least a, I had a couple that we didn't talk about that I think would have been cool one of them was the other Singapore house called Curse of the Naga. Mm-hmm. Which again is like the is like that monster house, and I think it deals with like a large like oversized snake, almost like anaconda a okay. little bit. I could be completely off, mm-hmm. but that's how it sounded. Now, again, we don't get a lot of monster houses. I think it'd be great to get something like that over here. Yep. It's like a monster house again, more of a remake or revamp than a sequel. Yeah, but same idea. And then the other one, which is older than Cold by Terror. Which is the oldest one I found on the list, which was Insanity, okay, which is based yeah. in a, um, uh, an insane asylum. Mm-hmm. You know the 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 the. the and that's something they've done at a couple of different times. Yeah, for that I just, always I, ends I, up I being just fun, like that but, idea, that yeah. theme. So if they wanted to bring that back, it's kind of like a sequel. Yeah, I would be totally down for that. Yeah, I had on my list um, and one that we kind of discussed shortly before would be Graveyard Games. Where I think we both came to the conclusion that this is a house that doesn't necessarily. We talked this about need a sequel. it prior to. Jumping on the recording, I definitely think that we both want to see it come back, but we also agree that we don't really know how they would yeah. do it. Like, it's how fine. much can you? Again, people are gonna be like, "Well, are you crazy? You can do this, this, and this," and and it's fine. Like, if you tell us why you think that it would make a good sequel, um, but from my perspective, I just don't think there's a whole lot you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, like I asked you, like, what, what is, do what do you do? Do you go back to the same graveyard, like? The story is kind of like a one-and-done story. Yeah, it's kind of one-and-done. It's it was a great house. I think we it's should. It's an awesome house. I think we should leave it at that. Still, might be my. It, it's uh, up there on the top. It, it, I think pumpkin. I think like we talked before, pumpkin's my favorite. But I think that was still my second favorite because yeah. a lot of people say the same thing. It's probably one of the best houses AGN has done. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, um, some other ones that I think I had on my list was uh, Gothic from Twenty Two. Uh, this was a like gargoyle based, very another monster Roman style, style gothic. Yep. Um, but I think I'm I'm good with leaving it off for the ones that I had. Um, Roanoke Cannibal Colony, which again just follows the the missing tribe of the Roanoke turning into the cannibals. Yep. Um, and then one of the last ones I had three more. Uh, Ghost Town and Ghost Town Curse of the Lightning Gulch, just kind of like that horror westerny style yep. thing would have been cool to revisit. Uh, Dollhouse of the Damned again. Yep. I didn't get to go through that one, but it seemed like really fun. Uh, but again, kind of in that graveyard game sense, where it's like, how much can we do of this? Yeah. You know, how many times can we go to the well on a dollhouse? Like it's right. It was good I, for agreed. what it is, and yeah. I, unfortunately, if the story is not there, just don't force it. Right. Um, and then lastly, would be Tomb of the Ancients from okay. twenty six, which was a very like Egyptian based house. Which would be cool, actually. You know what? And it's funny you say that. And one neither of us mentioned either in our list or in our 
just yeah. just now in our honorable mentions. Would you want another Nightingales? Because we've gotten two. We've, um, we've seen one. Yeah. It wouldn't necessarily be a direct sequel in the sense that, like... Yeah, I was thinking about that. I did toss it up there. Um, I think that the two houses were so different. Right. That's that it would point. be kind of fun to see, like, what their next take would be on. But it's not really a sequel. Yeah. It's That's more how I it's like a series. It. Like, it's an additional yeah. house, okay. which, I mean, we have some on our list that are additional houses. Slaughter Cinema, I, I, stuff I, like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I guess you're right. That. Yeah, so that we would, it would, I can understand why someone would want that because, like, Slaughter Cinema wouldn't be a direct sequel. It would be like another compilation. It'd be a volume, yeah. Um, and I think actually Nightingales is more directly, but not more directly, but more like a sequel in the sense that yes. like it follows the same theme, same, but yep. different era, like different time periods. Yeah, so. I think so too. Um, that would be a fun one to revisit. Do like a as Nightingales well. future, like yeah. do a future space one, style. like Space, space Force like X, because <laughs> they haven't got a whole lot of alien. Type stuff. They, they did don't. The they do. I mean, sci-fi. I feel like doesn't find its way in as often Which is as sad, it because I'm a big sci-fi should. fan. I love sci-fi. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'll, I'll, again, like I just said, Depths of Fear was kind of that way because mm-hmm. that's another one that I thought of. That was one that was kind was of also mulling around uh, in my head. Depths of Fear and Seeds of Extinction uh, were also one, so Seeds yeah. was I want to say 28. Okay, and it was like a. I think a meteor like struck the world, crushed it, and then it was like a all vines and plants and stuff taking uh, over the world. I see. Yep. It was pretty cool. That one was a super underrated house, I think, personally. It was just from what I remember again, I think it was if I said it's twenty eight, that would have been like three or four years ago at this point because the skipped year. Yeah. Um so it was it, be it was a fun it? house. It was one of the it was one of the houses that was like those sub tier originals that wasn't it was always like wasn't that well received thirty minute wait or so so it was like yeah. fun for us we'll go we'll hit it and then it was kind of like a case files right. where the fans loved it um, but the general public didn't and I think, understand I, right it. and I think part of our thinking that went into this was we want to see a sequel to it mm-hmm. but does the general public care enough probably not like probably not for to, some of them to make it warrant to, to warrant Asian bringing yeah. it back. I think some would be more of a stretch than others, but I think more often than not, a lot of these ones were very successful. Like you said, going through the list, I kind of abandoned it, but uh, a lot of these were House of the Years. I mean, a handful of them. Wicked Gross, Scarecrow. Right. Um, you know, Puppet Theater was right there with with that. Yeah, you know, if it's Yeti, not a House of the Year, it was very popular. Was very close it could have it. been House yep. of the Year. Yeti was right there with uh, Stranger Things at the end, I believe. Um, but that's it. That, those are our 10 original houses that we would want a sequel to that we think are deserving of them. Um, and then next week, we referenced it earlier. Well, <laughs> I was half joking. I hope we don't review this because it's not going to be good as I'm going to. Well, well, we'll leave it at that. But yes, we have killer reviews. We have killer reviews for March. We haven't finalized exactly what we're going to watch yet. So we're tossing up the idea. Of doing the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Since they just Massacre dropped it on Netflix. On Netflix. And I've watched or, it. It is March, and that is when we like to do our Leprechaun movies. So Leprechaun might be we on the do, table as well. We do a Leprechaun well. in the hood. Um, we, there's plenty of them. <laughs> I have the entire film collection. Of I have do. all of them. Um, so we'll discuss that during the week, um, and we'll come back to you during the week next week to announce what movie we're going to be doing our killer reviews on next week. But until then, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. Happy Haunts. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out. Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.